All of those things map to the same issue, which is the beliefs that you have. I wish I believed this. Say it to yourself every day for a year and you're going to believe it. So Patty, uh, I am working on a new training course. I haven't talked about it yet anywhere. I was going to put something out last week, but I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait until it's totally done. Uh, but it's called Merchant Sales Mastery. Okay. Um, like a master is, class? Yeah, sort of. Um, it's a lot bigger than that, but it's going to actually be about a 30-hour uh, video training course I'm putting together, and uh, it includes an interactive live event. And so it's going to be uh, kind of the ultimate, you know, if you are, whether you're new or experienced in merchant services, if you just want to become a payments expert and really grow and build a business, um, you know, this is going to be the the authoritative course for that. And so I've been working on it for, well, I've been working on it for 12 years, you know, it of took course. Me six months to put this one together, but <laughs> right. anyway, um, but in the process of doing that, you know, I kept coming back because I think, you know, me, my content, I like to be just very in, informative and practical, you know? Right. And you know, it's funny. So I have the six week jumpstart program right now, which is where I do the one-on-one coaching. Right. I was kind of auditing myself as I was making this training course outline. And I'm thinking about what am I talking about when I'm doing one-on-one coaching? What are these, what are these people, these participants, what do they want me to talk to them about? Mm -hmm. And what do we end up discussing? And when I really, you know, started tracking that, I was really surprised that, you know, I wasn't really talking about payments very much because I have all the video, you know, it's like a 30, I already have another 30 hour video course. The reason they wanted to talk to me one-on-one was because of things like they're having a hard time prospecting or they just are not sure if they made the right decision to go to this industry or Mm -hmm. they're burned out because they've already built a big portfolio and they want me to help them figure out how to get to the next step. And all of those things map to the same issue, which is the beliefs that you have. Right. Um, the beliefs that you have about yourself, about your work, about your industry. And so I actually put a, a fair amount of time into creating a section of the Merchant Sales Mastery that talks about your beliefs as a payments expert. And I wanted to just kind of briefly talk about a couple of these things that I think are so crucial and just don't get talked about enough. So let me just break down a few of these real quickly in, in no really particular order, but just some of the beliefs I've seen that are limiting beliefs and the things we can do to change our mindset. You know, the first one is just, what do you believe is the purpose for a sales professional in general? What is the purpose? And I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think a lot of salespeople, what they really believe, they wouldn't maybe say this, but what they really believe is my job is to talk people into something they don't want. You know, Mm. that's what a salesperson does. If you believe that you are never going to be good at sales. Yeah, that's true. Because that's not true. Right. That is what terrible salespeople do. Right. That is not what honest salespeople with integrity and passion, that's not what they do. And so a that's lot what I've always found very intriguing about you, uh, very compelling about you, James, is you're passionate about what you're selling. Yes. And yeah. and that pa- and that passion is founded in your belief system that it, this it is something very is. good. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. Every every morning when I get up, I take about 10 minutes and I have a list of beliefs. And I read these beliefs every morning. I believe this. I believe mm-hmm. this. All well, I could go through them. I have most of them memorized, but I have all these beliefs where, you know, as a sales professional, your job is your belief is you have to say, as a sales professional, I am out there trying to help people to make better decisions to impact mm-hmm. their lives in a better way. So you have to change your belief system to say, I'm actually trying to help people. And that's why I'm selling because I'm trying to get, help people make more informed decisions. And so everybody needs to have their own unique belief system, but you need to think through and change. If you have a negative belief system about sales in general, change those beliefs to more positive beliefs about how you want to help people. Um, mm-hmm. One of the other beliefs I, I have in the course I talk about is, um, 
I believe business owners need a payments expert like me because X, Y, Z fill in the blank. Right. Right. And when I talk to participants in the six week jumpstart program about this, I, a lot of times get the silence, Mm, (laughs) you know, uh, I don't know. Why do business owners need me? I don't, I need them. I want their money. I want to get residual, but why did they need me? And if you don't understand why they need you, that's probably another good indication of why you're not making very many sales. Right. Right. To me, People need, you know, business owners need payments experts because payments are crucial to their business operations. Right. Doing it incorrectly can get them into all kinds of trouble, can mm-hmm. cost them all kinds of extra money. And now in this kind of new reality we're facing, payments are at the core of integration with crucial technology Yes. that is needed to run the business effectively. You know, right, right. but you need to understand and believe this is why I am needed. This is my role in the local economy. And if I was not part of the local economy, it would be worse because mm-hmm. I would be missing. And there's something I do. I, I'm that I'm is, that, yeah, that sustains you know? the local economy. Of course it does. It yes. does. And then I think the last one I'll mention here, and again, and again, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm condensing a three-hour uh, presentation. You know, into- yes, into into ten minutes. But the other one I would say is, and this really is where it goes really deep, and I think a lot of people have a hard time with this one, and that is, what do you believe your purpose in life is? So now we're really now we're getting very grand. Way yeah, up, right? way up. What is your purpose in life or your purposes in life? None of us have one purpose. We all have multiple. If you, if you try to if you try to fit all your life into one purpose, you're, you're, you can't be a good parent and a good business owner at the same time if you're right. trying to accomplish one purpose, right? You're going to have these difficult decisions and we all have multiple things, two or three usually that we're trying to accomplish with our life, but you need to understand that. And then where it gets practical is how does your work in the payments industry align with that purpose? Right. So, so in other words, there are some people that say, well, you know, my purpose is charitable work. I don't care one bit about payment processing, but I need money to invest in charity. Okay, great. Be honest with yourself, right? Right. The reason you're in the payments industry is to make as much money as possible. Great. Then align your decisions around that reality. Mm -hmm. Stop doing things that are really not going to pay off because you just want to be the good guy. No, you really don't. You're trying to be the good guy in your charitable work. You're in business to make money. And that's your belief, right? Mm-hmm. For me, my personal beliefs is all about influence. I'm trying to influence people. I'm trying to help people. So I can go the extra mile. I can make that free content that people are always, you know, razzing me about that are business people. They're like, James, you put so much stuff out there for free. You know, you could make so much more money. And it's like, well, yeah, but I'm not just in the payments industry to make money. My life purpose is to influence people. Right. Yes. I also have purposes about my family, which is why I like to have the wealth. Um, and I realize that additional cash flow helps me to grow my influence. But it's ultimately for me about influence. So that informs my decisions differently. Mm-hmm. And what I find is with salespeople and in this industry specifically, I find a lot of people who they have a purpose and they feel like, yeah, I kind of know what my life's about, but they haven't connected that to what they're doing in the payment space in right. any way. And they wonder why they're not passionate. They wonder why they can't mm. get out of bed in the morning. They wonder why they don't want to go prospecting. Well, right. it's because you believe that what you're doing is completely outside the scope of your purpose in life. Right. So guess right. what? You're not very passionate about it. Well, right. go figure, right? Mm-hmm. What you need to do, if that if that rings a bell with you and you're like, wait a second, you know, what you need to do is take a blank piece of paper, a legal pad and a pen, go drive out to a park somewhere that overlooks a, a you know, a, a bluff or something and sit there for two hours and say, wait a minute, 
what is my life all about? Figure that part of it out and then say, okay, I know what I want my life to be about. Now, what is the payments industry? How does what I'm doing fit into this? How can I make this fit in and then adjust your decision-making accordingly? And guess what? The next morning when you wake up, you're going to be like, I'm going to do something. It's my purpose in life. And all of a sudden you just feel a little bit of extra motivation um, to get out there and do the prospecting, to meet those business owners or to manage that sales team. Right. Or to grow that company or to service your merchants or whatever it is, because you now have to align these things. And so whenever you find yourself doing something that doesn't align with your purpose, you either need to change your beliefs, right? Or you need to stop doing that because you're right. just wasting your time. So, yeah. you know, uh, again, not a topic that we've, that I've ever discussed publicly at all, but it's something that I think is, you know, on all of my consulting calls with, with manager. I mean, I can't tell you, Patty, how many times I'm doing a one hour consulting with a sales manager that's not up to, to par. And the mm. company says, James, can you spend an hour with, with Bill? Um, we're, we're struggling with him. He's not hitting. Oh yeah, sure. I'll spend an hour with Bill. Guess what Bill and I talk about? Do you think we talk about PCI compliance? No. What we talk about is we talk about Bill's beliefs. Okay. How many salespeople do you have? 20. Okay. How many of them have a better life today than they did a year ago because of you? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I don't know. Okay, well, why don't you get up every day and try to do that? And then by doing that, you guess what? You're going to, you know, they're going to make you're gonna do better. Yeah, you're going to sure. do better in all these other metrics, but you first have to connect the dots to your mission and your purpose in life. Um, and so I think these negative beliefs can really limit us. And we've got to kind of turn the corner on that a little bit and replace those with positive beliefs. So right, hopefully right. if you're out there and you've got these negative beliefs, hopefully this will encourage you to take a little bit of time to identify those negative beliefs and replace them with aspirational positive beliefs of, I wish I believed this. Okay. Right. Say it to yourself every day for a year and you're going to believe it.